pain and rage and anger, everything that I have experienced over the course of my life that has kept me stuck in order to go into those dark places, I had to go with you. I didn't, I didn't, in order to find myself in those dark places, the only way I was able to go into them was because you went with me, because I had you with me, because I had the connection with you and the safety that you brought me in order to give me the confidence and the ability to go into those places. And I see that like time and time and time and time again. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the Love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's like we've never done this before. I don't feel like it. I think, I think something fell on me before you hit. Yeah? Are you okay? No, no, I'm a little nervous. You got a little thingy? What do you think, babe? You all set? Am I set? I don't know. We're on. I thought I was ready, and then I realized that the mic's a little too far this way. I had to. You want to fix it? Maybe. Go ahead. Fix it. Feel better? Almost? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a dork. I was uh, thinking of some. Oh, I had to change my shirt. I had oh. on a really uh, old crummy T-shirt yeah. as opposed to this really nice new crummy T-shirt that I have. And um, I dawned on me. I was going to put on I some T-shirts. dressed for the occasion. <laughs> I was going to put on some T-shirts or not some. T- I was going to put on six T-shirts for the episode and then every 10 minutes take off one of them. Worship change. Some Fuck, what was I going to say? I was going to put on some T-shirts uh-huh. and uh, advertise uh, so if you want to advertise on this podcast, send us some t-shirts. We'll totally wear them. Right? Uh, pending approval. No, it doesn't matter. No, if pending you send approval. It, we'll wear it. Do you remember the conversation we had about this? I do. And the- uh, Purple dildos on our heads the and headband, stuff. The headband, mm-hmm. the dildo head. Yeah. Mm-mm. Still I'm... waiting for that, by the way. <laughs> Why are you going to put that out there? I need a rag for my face. It's hot out here. It is hot out here. Um, it is. So take off all your t-shirts. Yeah, it's August it something or another. It's 100 19th. plus degrees. Yeah. It's hot today. So yeah. we're just going to sweat it off. <laughs> sweat it out during the podcast. Good you afternoon. also did all the setup. Good afternoon. Um, that's a beautiful introduction into the show. Once yes. again, if you want to send us t-shirts to wear, uh, we'll totally advertise whatever you'd like us to advertise. Pending approval. Uh, email us at support. Or not at oh, fuck you about email <laughs> us through the website. Go to energieslovepodcast.com and uh, you'll contact us through there or reach out on Facebook or call us. Don't if you have it. our number, call you us, might. text us, do something, and um, we'll totally wear your merch. And pending approval, no, we'll wear it. I don't pending care what approval. It is. You send me whatever you That's want. That's not I'll wear true. It. That is not true. What if somebody sends you a, like a, a, a MAGA mm-hmm. shirt? Would you wear that? I would. Why? Well, just because I'll Jesus. wear anything, but what I do me. with it is up to me. So if you send me a MAGA hat, I'm not going to wear it. Uh, as it comes, I'm going to <gasps> fix it and then wear it. Nobody's going to send us a MAGA hat. Unless, what if we came up I'm with I'm pretty a, sure that, yeah. Go what ahead. if we came up with what? Nothing. I was going to go down a stupid track. Were you? Hole. I was there. What are we going to talk about, my love? Well, You've got a list. I know I, you do. Okay, I'll pull it up. I was, um, I'm kind of excited to watch you try and come up with things to talk about when oh. I know that your mind is occupado. <laughs> my mind is elsewhere. Stephanie and I have been very busy today. My mind's elsewhere, too. Um, in the last 15 days, <laughs> right? 15, yes. 16 days, Stephanie and I have been doing some massive, big wave riding. Mm -hmm. So I actually, I want to break this down. I know we've talked about it on the podcast in some regards at some point, but um, for the people that haven't heard us or our spiel on wave riding, this is it. Sit down, settle in, because here we go. So the way that we view emotional things and emotions that come is like waves, just waves of an ocean. Emotions will, will roll will will roll in fuck okay 
Uh, hold on, let's edit that in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> emotions will roll in like the tide and roll out and back and forth, and it's just waves. It's just wave of waves of emotion. You make that we it sound like experience. rolling in and rolling out like it that. Is We're peaceful. talking about. It is peaceful at times. I like like we ride tsunamis. Yeah, yeah, it is peaceful at times, but that's what and for us emotions are. They're yeah. just waves that peaceful come rolling in, and the way that we envision it is like us you and me, we can either choose to sit on the shore and kind of watch the waves and relax, or we can choose to go out into the ocean and ride the waves. And we prefer riding the waves. Now, when you're out there in the ocean and you're trying to ride waves, (laughs) quick caveat, when I was a child, I had speech issues and the thing, the letters and or words that I could not say well or say my speech impediment was surrounding the r's and w's in the alphabet and we chose to talk about riding waves so a wave riding is a difficult phrase for me to say even today um so we like to go out into the ocean and surf the waves and ride the waves and we've gotten really really skilled at it to the point that we're big Wave. Big kahuna surfers. <laughs> big wave riders now. Yeah. So like if you Google big waves or... Uh, You'll see a picture of us. <laughs> <laughs> there's this whole thing where uh, instead of like paddling... Uh-huh. You're so cute. I- <laughs> <laughs> instead of like paddling out into the surf and then riding the waves, you get pulled into a wave by a jet ski. And because the waves are too big to try to paddle up and surf, so you have to get pulled in by a jet ski. So those are the kind of waves that Stephanie and I seek out. And we travel the globe looking for big waves to ride. And then we pull uh, into them and die and crash and burn and drown and get crushed and then get back up and do it all over again. again. So the last few weeks we have been riding some massive waves of emotion and processing and connection. (sighs) And it's been... Amazing and overwhelming and daunting and beautiful and all the other wonderful things that we seek out. Anything you want to add to the wave riding before we get started? We're also not sleeping very much. No. Mm-mm. We're not. We're staying up really late. <laughs> and that makes it challenging. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. We that's like awesome. it. That's awesome. Oh, this wasn't complaining. No. Mm-mm. No, we like no. staying up late. Um, Let's see. Yes, you had topics, my love. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, I think I already said this one, but it kind of fits. It's pretty Hold on. cool. Hold what? on. Before we get started. Okay. On your list of things. How did last week's episode marinate for you? With what you came out yes. with? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I guess I... <laughs> <laughs> Only one person in this house has come out this year, and it's not me. <laughs> but yeah. I'm feeling... Singled out. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just made me happy. Like yeah. it didn't. It wasn't. It, it was super. It was super cool. And I'm super happy that um, you had the realizations and that you're digging into it and embracing it and recognizing how healthy and crucial those kind of relationships are. So I'm super happy for it. But I don't. I don't know what you mean. Like, how did it land for me? Like, do you think it was, like, difficult for me? No, no, hear? no, not at all. I guess I just wanted you to tell me. How wonderful you are? No. You're so wonderful. Just reiterate that um, it's all okay, that that was a big emotional yes. experience for me. And it has had mm-hmm. layers of peeling back since then. I so. love that. I got to be a part of that. Even though I'm so sorry. We're not sleeping. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> I, w- I would try and wink, but sometimes You're it's so like, cute. here, watch me wink. And take a, take a, take I just and blinked. Sleeping. You just blinked. I just, I said, watch me wink. And then I went, you, you were blinking. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're silly. We're tired. Are I didn't realize were, how tired we were till right now. Are you pouring sweat like I am? I, I'm getting, bugs are biting me, I think. And I'm not handling it well. Okay. Um, I understand it was profound, <sighs> but I was, I was with you in that moment and it wasn't, difficult for me in the slightest yeah so it landed just fine with me okay good that makes me happy yeah yeah there was another part of you can forget your list i have so many things that i want to talk about i have been knee deep in emotional work 
in the last several months and it's coming to a head. Yeah. Put your phone down. <laughs> uh, put your, unless we have any questions. Do we have any questions from listeners? We don't. Okay. See, that's how I do it. Um, yeah. One of the big things that came. Uh, oh, you got this. I'm pouring sweat. Do so I want to talk to people out there that have kids. <sighs> I know. It's so heavy. I immediately had a brace. If you have kids, you know how wonderful and amazing they are and how mm-hmm. being a parent is a beautiful, wonderful, amazing thing as well. And lately it and has... a shot for us. Yeah. Good luck. Double. Um, I had an epiphany. Uh, not an epiphany. I just had some deep realization lately in regards to our children because we have three of them that are at that phase in their life. One of them is 21, so she's already moved out and living on her own and everything like that and well-established. And then um, actually Stevie and Maddie, they've both been on the podcast. You can go back and find their episodes. Um, Stevie moved out this year and she's getting established on her own. And then Maddie is turning 18 soon. And that's kind of a signifier of even though she's not necessary, even though she's still going to kind of live here um, off and on, the fact is, in my mind, it's like the signifier of that next phase of her life. And in that next phase of her life, what it feels like, Steph, is it's almost like, <sighs> so it feels like as her life begins, any of our children's lives begin at this point, and they start to not just physically move away and kind of go out there into the world, but as they like emotionally and energetically move away from us, even though we're still connected to them, that connection, that emotional and kind of energetic connection, um, I feel like it gets, I don't want to say it gets like less than because I still feel so firmly connected to all of them, but it's like, It gets harder to feel because there's more things in the way of that connection because they are growing up and living their own lives and they're reaching out less and less and connecting with us less and less. And even though we're still here and we can still feel them, they're living their own lives now. And although that's a wonderful, amazing, a beautiful thing, the cost that I'm realizing it takes on me, the toll it takes on me is like horrible. It's so painful. And we've gone through it twice now with... Gwen and Stevie and it's like oh it should be easier with Maddie and it's not be it's not being any easier for me it's just as difficult and I'm realizing another layer of it where I have this massive fear that their love specifically like their love for me will fade as well so my love for them obviously won't fade that's not going anywhere but I have this massive fear that their love for me will slowly fade with time and distance and growing up and moving on. And that means that I won't get to feel their love as much anymore. And the reality is, I, I don't know, I don't know what the reality is, obviously, because we've never done this before, right? But it's fucking scary and it hurts. And I don't like the way it feels. So, what do you do? What do you think? What do I think? Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. Like your realization, you're sitting here. I'm just like, I'm, I'm gloating a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't know if gloating is the right word, but it might be. Um, so we still have... Um, I'm going to glisten this entire episode. Go ahead. We still have... You're glowing. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, you, you said three, but it's like three of the four is what you meant. Yeah. Because the fourth one's here. Um, I'm the one that hated summer to end because they were going back to school. <laughs> so I'm like, you're just realizing this? <laughs> so I don't know what to, like, I don't know what you want me to add because you were like. Does it feel like this every time they go back to school for you? Uh, I feel like the school system is stealing my children. <laughs> <laughs> was really loud yeah i cry every time every year i've cried when they go back to school first day of school is always hard for me i don't get excited i don't like it it's hard it's i get "Mm, no so 
like I don't know. I, think, I don't. I'm having a hard time connecting to you right now. I think. Okay. Yeah. Is it because I'm covered in sweat and you don't want to get close to me? It really is. No, I don't. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. This Are is you a podcast. Sure? Usually, there's questions and answers on podcasts. Okay. What do you need to slow down in this moment? Oh, I need a rag for my face. Do you want me to go get you I one? need it to be about 15 degrees cooler. I can put some ice cubes up your ass. <laughs> I'll do it um, on air. I re- <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the episode. We'll do that for the 300th episode, folks. Stephanie shoves ice cubes up my ass. Um, I realize I'm not super connected to the emotion of it. Yeah. And I'm kind of talking from a place that's abstract and I'm not really feeling it. I felt it like a motherfucker today. Yeah. Like today it totally, if it was a wave, it totally kicked my ass and wiped me out and pushed me down to the bottom of the ocean. And I hit my head on some coral and I lost consciousness And when I came to, I started swimming what I thought was up to get back to the surface. And I was just going deeper and more waves were crashing down. It sucked. Yeah. Earlier today. And I don't, I mean, like I said, I'm not totally tapped into the feeling of it right now. But the clarity of that dynamic of the fear, these mother hugging dogs. You know, it's not going to be much longer that we're going to be recording outside, folks. So we're going to be inside at one point. And uh, then we won't have to listen to the dog bark. The the fear of losing their love. Like, that is palpable. That I hadn't, I hadn't yeah. made that distinction yet. Like, I've always feared that they won't feel like I love them. And I don't want them to move on and grow up and feel like I don't love them or I don't care about them because we don't have the same level of connection and contact that we do when they were younger. But I didn't realize how much I feared losing their love. And that's like a whole new layer of pain and sadness and all sorts of different things. Have you ever thought of that, Smarty Pants? Yeah. Like all the goddamn time. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we are. I think something may have bit me. Oh, no. Because now I'm super. You got a thingy back there? You want me to look? I might have a thingy back there. Does it feel like a bite? I just keep getting like sting. Hold it up to the camera and see. (laughs) Are you going to be okay? I don't know. If I feel something crawling, I'm probably not going to be okay. And just tip the table over and I'm run towards do the house. Some things. Do you remember a few weeks ago on one of the occasions when I was enjoying some edible marijuana, sitting at the kitchen table and having ginormous epiphanies of massive consequence? I remember you trying to eat peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it was challenging. I think this was the same time. Okay, what was your epiphanies? I had to write it down way back there. What what is wrong? I can't fill you. Okay, what do you it's, need? It's so what hard. do you need to fill me? Okay. I'm not upset. Okay. I'm conscious of your asking. It's Talk to me, Goose. I just... <sighs> okay. If you just want to get this one out there so it's done and you can check a box. Like, that's what it feels like is you're just rushing through this. It doesn't really end. Like, I don't... I can't up when okay. you're just like yeah let's just get done with this hey do you remember this thing hey don't even look at your list i've got all the things to say blah, blah, blah. i'm like fuck i'm gonna go inside <laughs> <laughs> you let me know when you're done podcasting yeah. craig baby that's a good point thank you we started off the episode pretty rushed a we're pretty bit. like i said we're pretty busy today we're pretty yes. distracted with some wonderful things yes. and um but yeah hmm. how many more times can i adjust the mic i don't know because you know i love that it's audio. a drinking game <laughs> so talk to me about your epiphanies okay okay so the one that i had a few weeks back when i was enjoying um a nice little trip mm-hmm. was so profound and i don't know if it's going to carry the same profoundness at this it'll time. be surprising to see what happens okay so the 
we write down reminders so then we have points to go off of and um the reminder that i wrote down was self-love only with the support of someone else okay does that trigger you at all a little bit trigger or not in a bad way not triggered like, like does that spark, spark my memory a yeah. little bit yeah so i had this realization and i've sat with it longer and longer and longer babe and it has become much more clear to me that i am definitely on to something so the idea of self-love from the perspective of like, you have to learn to love yourself before you can love somebody else. Everybody is seeking approval and love from the outside, but they really have to um, find it from the inside out. We all have to learn how to love ourselves in order to be like fulfilled and to be balanced and to be like this, you know, just to be this accomplished, accomplished isn't the right word, but to be this complete person. You have to be able to find self-love and um, have it from like that really deep inside spot. <laughs> and um, I was thinking about you and I, and I was thinking about our life, and I was thinking about our journey and our experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am, I am getting closer and closer and closer to self-love in my mind of the way that I feel it is like, like the definition of self-love for me is just not just being happy with who you are, not just being at peace with who you are, not just seeing yourself in the mirror and, you know, liking who you are, but truly having the same level of love and compassion and understanding and forgiveness and acceptance and all of those different things for yourself that you do for your loved ones that you have on the outside, right? And I think about how I'm getting closer and closer and closer to that place within myself. And I can only attribute that to you and I and to our experiences because in order now this whole concept and idea is definitely from my own perspective. So it may not translate to everybody, but from my own perspective, the only way that I have been able to get close to those places is because you went with me. And it's like, in order to find myself in all the dark recesses of my mind and my body and my past and my trauma and all the pain and rage and anger, everything that I have experienced over the course of my life that has kept me stuck, in order to go into those dark places, I had to go with you. I didn't, I didn't, in order to find myself in those dark places, the only way I was able to go into them was because you went with me, because I had you with me, because I had the connection with you and the safety that you brought me in order to give me the confidence and the ability to go into those places. And I see that like time and time and time and time again with us, where we go to some really dark places sometimes, and sometimes we get stuck there. And sometimes we have like, you know, sometimes you and I set up camp in the uh, basement, in the scariest, darkest corner of the basement, and we stay there for a really, really long time. And it's not until usually one of us goes down and brings the other person out. And so the, the big epiphany for me was like, why in the fuck are we trying to do all of this deep, dark shadow work? and uncover parts of ourselves alone. Why Why would we try to ever do that alone? Why are we not just doing it together? Why don't we just do it with connection and with people that we love and that we trust and that we feel safe with? Because literally, it's like I said, um, everything, like it's the old adages of if you want to go far, you go together. If you want to go fast, you go by yourself, right? Well, nobody's looking to find self-love fast. We all know that that doesn't work. I'd like to find it fast. <laughs> but it takes time. And if you want to go far into that space, you got to go together. And like going into a dark room where the light's off and it's a scary haunted house, you always want to have somebody with you. It's always easier to go into those dark spaces if you have somebody with you. Otherwise, it's way more scary. And oftentimes we don't even do it if we're by ourselves, right? I haven't had many opportunities to go into dark haunted houses by myself. So that's my idea. What's your thoughts on that idea? Um, 
Are you feeling me a little bit more? Mm. Just a little bit. I tried. I don't know. I'm feeling quite. I'm very distracted. My throats are my throats. My throats <laughs> are very much. I don't know. It kind of feels like. Anyways, I'm definitely struggling in this moment. Um, let's see. What is that about? I think it is about a couple of things. Why that's such the norm is because all the books tell you, right? They criticize you and they even use it as weapons. You don't really love. You can't love until you hit this. And I think there's different levels of everything. But then there's also the aspect of not everybody has somebody. And so then that tells that person, guess what? You're never going to like yourself. You're never going to have anything unless you can find somebody. And that's what they're trying to go against. But in doing so, they're also taking away the um, magnificent beauty that comes when you can connect with somebody else and go. So there, there, I think there is also layers of it that you have to obtain by yourself because otherwise you can just identify it and those things with that person. Um, I don't know. There's some things that I have to do on my own. But I know that I wouldn't be where I was, where I was, where I was, where I am without you. So I absolutely needed the connection that we have to make the progress that I've made. But as I'm sure it's the same for you, there were things that I was there with you and you're where you are because of the progress that we made. But there are things that you had to do on your own. Yeah, I think about that. Yeah. I think about those things that we kind of have to do on our own. But if for me, it's that image of going into a dark room or going down into the basement, right? Yeah. And it's dark and it's scary. And the only reason I can go down there is because you're standing at the top of the stairs with the light on waiting for me. Yeah. Like the only reason it's safe for me to go into that dark room is because you're at the doorway and I can see you silhouetted in the light and I know how to find my way back to you. Otherwise, it seems too scary to go into those spaces. So yeah. I go into those spaces and I, you know, have to go through some of that work by myself. But at the same time, I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. Yeah, I see that. I agree with that. And I think about... I know that I'm going to come out and tell you my things, even mm -hmm. when it's by myself. Right. Well, all right. You completely debunked my theory. <laughs> so good job. <laughs> but I think about, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. And they are better with, with somebody. With somebody. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not to say, you know, if you're in a solo relationship right now, that's fine. There's no judgment at all. But, um, no, I look at the world and I look at people and I look at like <sighs> media. I look at society. I look at, I just look at, I try to look at the whole picture of it. And it seems like in some way, shape or form, there's always an aspect of being driven towards connection and relationship. Yeah. So oftentimes it gets bombarded with like romantic relationships and that being the focus. Mm -hmm. And there's countless That's books funny. on relationships. There's countless, you know, coaching people that will help you find the right person. There's all of those things. There's just so many. I mean, that market is just like overflowing with information saturated. for people. It's saturated. That's the word I was looking for. It's saturated. And then I look at all the people in my life that I know who are single. Mm -hmm. Right? All the people in my life who yeah. are single. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of one of them that isn't looking for a relationship. I can't think of one of them that is sitting Romantically there. Romantically or any relationship? Um... I think oh my when I say rom when you say romantically, I think the majority of people are seeking out romantic relationships. But if we remove the romance from it, I think still the majority of people are seeking out close, connected relationships. Yes. Okay, I agree. Right. 
Yes. And so I can't think of anybody that isn't doing that. And that doesn't mean actively pursuing. That can mean they are just too afraid, but they still have that longing inside. So even though they may not be actively. Correct. Or even allowing it when it keeps presenting itself because it's so scary. There's still that. And think about how scary it is when you get hurt in a relationship and then how you don't want to be in a relationship. So then you'll Mm -hmm. sit back and you'll be like, I'm not going to do relationships again. That's what you did before we met. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. I'm not doing fucking relationships anymore. That shit fucking hurts. I was. Yeah. I was pretty firm on that decision. (laughs) But oftentimes people will sit in that like hurt, painful, dark place Mm -hmm. and just sit there and think about relationships still. They'll still Mm. just sit there and think about how they, maybe they're not good enough or how they want one or they're constantly trying to overcome that fear of going out and trying to seek and find another relationship. I suppose I would have got there. At some point, probably. Yeah, and then, but I definitely, like I was kind of, there's a part of me that was kind of pissed off. That I showed up? Well, no, not that you showed up. Don't put it that way. But um, I remember having conversations with you in my car. You weren't there, but we had conversations. <laughs> you know, there were things that I was like, I would say to myself, like, it doesn't matter because this will never happen. And then I would usually with an Adele song in the background be like, Mother, no, no, I'm not feeling this. No, I like I fought you. I fought you because. Because you didn't want to get hurt again. Yeah, I didn't want to get hurt. I was scared. I was scared to death. And I also knew, I think I knew, um, that, like, when I was already having those, like, I already knew I was into you. Like, it already, it's one of those things, you know, where you're like, oh, what is that? The denial. You deny too much. That's how, how does it say? Shut up. Um, Is there an acronym for denial? There is. Oh, God. I need to get some sleep. <laughs> I cannot form thoughts. I've got these, like, I can get like halfway through a thought and then I'm over here. I think I'm really, really tired. Yeah. I really need some sleep. I'm really tired. Okay. Tonight's not the night we're going to bed early either. And I like to say, well, we can sleep in in the morning, but it's not going to freaking happen. Yeah, we don't sleep in. Okay. Um, I was in... I was in denial. My denial was false. Okay. What is the phrase? <laughs> it's not just a river in Africa. No. <laughs> no, it's like when you deny something so much that you're like, you're denying that a little stronger, denying it too much because I, you're the opposite. Jesus Christ. This is such an obvious proverb here. Proverb? I sure. said proverb. Proverb, Jesus Christ, I'm done. I don't want to talk anymore. This is this is not working. I am too tired. What I'm trying to get at. Is, I don't even remember the topic now. <laughs> what, what are we doing right now? Is this a podcast? Maybe we're in a sweat dream. I'm sweating so much. I could be I'm dreaming right now. I'm starting to, but I'm not sure if it's anxiety or heat. It's panicking <laughs> because I can't think of that phrase. Um, I just think it is such a crucial component to existence. Like, period. I think it is... I've I've said it many, many times before, but connection, I believe, is as important as food, water, and shelter. So as humans, we first have to feel safe. So what do we need to feel safe? Well, we got to have food in our bellies, right? If we don't have food in our bellies, it's hard to feel safe because we're like, I'm hungry. I need some food in my belly. And we need some water, obviously, or else we're going to die. We need some shelter so that we can actually, like, sleep. And sleep is, like, massively vulnerable because you don't have any protection when you're asleep because you can't see or hear and all that kind of jazz. So we need food, water, and shelter. And then after those three things are met, what's next? And in my mind, the thing that is next, the most important thing after food, water, and shelter is connection. Connection. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what we have continually seeked out as a race, as a species, as humans, is connection. As soon as we have those three basic things, food, water, and shelter taken care of, then we go to connection. And once we have connection, then we get to do everything. Then we get the like opportunity to go places. We get the opportunity to expand. We get the opportunity to create. We get the opportunity to, you know, build all these different things. And if you like think of it from the perspective of like somebody that's 
a caveman is going to build a house or build a cabin or build a lean-to or build a lodge or whatever. And these are terrible examples. But they're going to be able to do that much easier if they're connected with people, if they have people around them, if they have connection. What are you looking Your at? Your body language. What I am, am I doing? sensitive. I feel like... <laughs> having a really hard time you're you're very boisterous and what i'm take. what am i doing i don't know i think it's your posturing my man spreading no you don't have to kind like... of i got flies all up in my junk there's a bunch of flies in the hot mess of the swamp that's down below oh, Jesus. it's a swamp babe it's not a swamp. <laughs> um i don't i don't know if it's just because this conversation is about connection and so much is going on in our lives that's dealing with connection. And connection is also, like, like you're, you're kind of hitting the nail on the head with me when you're talking about how people are craving it even though they don't want it. Because connection has been something that I'm pretty standoffish about mm-hmm. um, because afraid of being hurt. And so you're saying all these things and then suddenly, like, I can't form thoughts. I can't <laughs> form sentences. And I'm like, what's with your attitude? <laughs> like... Um, we've had we've had whole um, episodes about fear of commitment on my part, and it's it's fear of being trapped and fear of being hurt, and it's just stemming from past stuff. So I don't know. I'm having a really hard time. I don't know. I was putting it on you, like slow. Which I do think you need to slow down. Okay, you also have a very you're stressed as well. And if you're going to give me your like, <laughs> you are also very domineering when you want to control your stress. And so you bring that presence to the environment that this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. We're doing it this way. And you so and then you kick back with that. Like you have a very you're going to go back and watch this and look at your pose. Not right now, because now you're like, shut up. <laughs> but you were very much like. Taking up this space. This is your space. Yeah. <laughs> so I also. When nervous and stress, instead of like one of the things that I do is I get really good at pointing out what you're doing <laughs> so I don't have to look at what I'm doing. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm, I'm really, I'm really triggered by your actions. I can see things that you are doing. It's like, oh shit. Okay, staff. <laughs> you going to dive into any of this? Can you see it? Sometimes it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, um. Like when you see somebody and they're just doing something and you realize it's crazy and they don't really realize what's happening. Like I'll just use heights as an example. Like if they're climbing up the ladder trying to talk to somebody and going up or getting ready to catch something and then they're just, they're in the progress, they're moving and going up and up and up and somebody's like, careful, don't fall, hold on. And all of a sudden, you know, they realize how high they are, how and then they're scared and now they're frozen. That's where they weren't afraid until I looked at it. Yeah. And I must be onto something because I got through my metaphor and forgot my original point. Nice. So Very I don't nice. know. I don't know. You don't even remember my original <laughs> point, so it's fine. I think rushed podcasts are either this is gonna turn out to be great and we're gonna really uncover some deep shit because that's what we do. Or rush podcasts are something that we should just be like, well, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know how to slow down in this moment. See, you're having a hard time slowing down. I don't know how to slow down. I don't know how to relax and feel my way through this. Um, There's so much in my head right now. There's so much there has been so so much and some of it has been hard and some of it is like most of it is really really good but that is also intense Mm -hmm. and it's really really intense so you got two of us ricocheting the fuck off of each other going super fast and be like no i'm dying what are you doing what are you doing we're fine let's do this right now don't even touch your you know and hitting mics and stuff i almost like i'm really looking forward to going and running tonight Oh my goodness. Because I want to like I forgot about that. Forrest Gump my way the fuck out of this. For you need to nervous. talk about what the hell you've been doing since July nineteenth. Okay, cool. That was a good squirrel. Um I'm 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 shedding light on the fact that I, I need to go fast right now. Yeah. I need to move, I need to go fast, I need to blow off steam because just sitting and letting it slow down, it feels like too much is catching up with me. 
Like I have to keep moving right now. I have mm. to keep moving. Mm. And I don't know. That would that should make it to where your speed is comfortable for me. Because then we're matching and I can go fast if you're going fast, but it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't comfortable. I couldn't you're you were going too, too fast. fast. Don't make a right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to cut through what seems like it's like you you were trying to touch on some deep stuff, but in a rushed, matter of fact way, not yeah. a this is what I'm really feeling kind of way. And again, I can point out what you're doing because that's my default when I'm stressed and having things. I'm like I'm going to be very observant of the behaviors. No, so I don't know what to do. It's such a good recognition, dear, and. You're right across the board, obviously. You and I have just a couple of things in our brain right now. And one day we will have a podcast episode where we will reference back to this episode and say this was what was on our brains that day. And um, so it is hard to slow down because we are dealing with a lot right now and we're going through a lot right now. And the night's not even close to over. There's a lot that still needs to happen. So we don't really get to relax after this. We have to even almost move faster. Yeah. To get everything taken care of. Yeah. Which, how, you, how are you supposed to relax? Right. It's a great question. Think about think about this, though. I want to, like, how are you supposed to relax? Mm-hmm. Think about the fact of, I mean, it might not feel like it right now in this exact moment. It might not feel like it in the last little bit for us, but... Do you remember living... 41 minutes, is that right? 41 minutes of freaking the... Okay, go ahead. Do I remember living? I was like, last little bit, how long did it take us to actually get to a spot where we could slow down and start to think? Yeah. So that's what I was doing. Oh, now you sped me right back up. I'm sorry. Um, do you remember living so fast that you didn't even... You weren't even aware that you were going fast? Like, do you remember living in such chaos and such speed speed and such like i mean think about how slow our life is today as opposed to five years ago as opposed to 10 years ago the speed and pace of our life today is so vastly different and our ability to slow down our ability to even recognize in this moment that we are going fast and that we're having a hard time connecting with each other um that alone is oh my god like, I remember so well what it felt like to go fast all the time. Yeah. And it's not like I had awareness of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just how life was. It's just what, it's just how you move. That's just how life was. And I fucking hated it. It felt like shit, but I couldn't put yeah. my finger on it. It felt horrible. And I had no way of like, not just a skill set to slow down, but not even a skill set to recognize that that was what was going on. Do you remember living like that? Mm-hmm. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. So think about how starkly different things are coffee? right now. Because that won't. It's because we have to stay up late again. Think of how stark. I've been doing a lot of that. In fact, yesterday. Was it? No, it was yesterday or today. Because I don't know what day it is. It was today I had that stark realization of how different things are in regards to you and I, my life. But Yeah. Um, in regards to everything. Yeah. But I think we have a new heightened ability to both slow down as well as recognize, obviously, when we aren't slow. And to think this is another dynamic that just dawned on me. Think about how hard it was to begin that slowdown process. Think about when life started to slow. And we're using the word slowdown in the sense of like, what's another way to quantify it or explain it? Because it's not just slow down, but it's like the pace of your life goes from survival and chaos to <sighs> connection and what else? How else could we describe it, babe? I'm not slowing down as easy as you made it sound like I could get to. <laughs> like <laughs> So... <coughs> Life today is more relaxed, more slow, more connected. And it has never been this way for me before. Yeah. And previously, in my previous life, Mm -hmm. 
it was all chaos and it was all speed and it was all go and it was all like running around without direction it was just chaos and so think about Mm, okay i was damage control chaos yeah that was mine i was having a hard time relating but it somehow came together so and think about the think about the phonetic phonetic or phronetic i don't remember which it is we're so smart with the words but think about the the pace of that damage control speed chaos yeah and how it feels Mm -hmm. and then think about what happened when you started to slow down and how shitty that felt yeah and how you were really shitty right and especially when it would like it pointed out because like you think of the verbiage they're like oh you just like the chaos Mm -hmm. you know you're like no i fucking don't i hate it but i don't know how to it's like you can't trust it. You can't trust the relax. Like you are so ingrained on looking for the next obstacle, the next traumatic event that's coming through to slow down and be in the moment and not question everything. It's, it's impossible. It feels like suicide. And I realize that that's a really, really bold thing to say, but it feels like you are giving in to your own destruction. You are allowing your destruction to take place if you are not ready on so many different levels for whatever. You've got to be prepared because... So yeah, it's really uncomfortable to go from chaos to calm. You don't believe it. You think it's that's when it's going to get you. <laughs> yeah. It takes so long yeah. to transition from that chaos space to the recognition of I need to slow down mm-hmm. and I can feel the difference between the chaos and the slowing down. And then to get to the place where you're actually able to stay relaxed and slowed down. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it's like that process alone for us, I know for me personally, it took years and years and years. And I feel like finally... I'm at the point in the process where the vast majority of the time is slow. And now what I recognize is when it speeds up and I don't like it. Yeah. Now I recognize the feeling that it is when it's fast. I'm like, "Uh -uh, I don't like the way this feels. I need to slow back down. I need to come back to this place where things aren't chaotic and things aren't stressful and things aren't scary. Yeah. So it's like the spectrum or the, um, the dynamic flipped to where before I couldn't even be aware of how fast I was moving. And now when I start to move too fast, I become aware of it and I need to slow back down. So that's for me where I feel that I'm at. What about you? <laughs> um, I don't know how to describe it where... I'm at because I can see another aspect that I haven't really, really realized before Um, in that chaos, that damage control that I was speaking of, of going really fast, the damage control um, and the chaotic speeds of it usually was in between events because you are either in cleanup phase which leads to prevention phase, which leads into um, preparing phase. Mm. So, but when it's the the hell that all of that chaos has been prepping you for, um, but when you're in that those moments that it's super traumatic and super stressful, it's not fast. Everything like can be moving fast around you, but in that moment, for at least me, I was not fast. I was not moving fast. I was very slow. In those moments, I was very, like, focused and aware and very cautious of my movements and my actions and what I needed to do and how to keep things as calm as possible. If I would have been fast, I don't know what would have happened. I had to be very, like... The eye of the storm. Very much to keep with that. So I think there might be some kind of sick, like emotional trauma that goes with that that would almost like um 
find peace in those moments. Mm-hmm. Because even though it was the uttermost hell, when, and then I would have all this fallout and all of, like I mentioned before, to have to deal with, but in those moments, I was slow. In those moments, I was, that's weird. I don't know what to do with that. I've never really connected that, that. So, so do you feel like there's a part of like where you're at today or in the last few years that even though you are able to slow down, mm-hmm. that maybe there's some part of your body that's having one of those BMM moments, those body memory moments of like. <sighs> if I'm slow, it's because everything is hell. Yeah. I wonder. I didn't have that recognition, but. If I'm slow, it's because I have to be, because everything around me is falling apart. I've got to be very careful, very, like, very diligent. Mm-hmm. Because so much is riding on that right now. And so I have to, wow. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Like, if you were to ask me this earlier, even not even just earlier today, but like, like, no, that's not it. That's not the life I live. But the fact that it's coming up so strong, it's resurfacing for whatever reason, there's an aspect of it that's got to be that. Yeah. So I wonder if that's also why when things are intense, it's so intense because my programming, the BMM, says this is how these spots are navigated. And it's almost a way of like shaking off all the trauma energy by going chaotic. I need to get back into my therapist. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we, got some, we got some work to do. <laughs> Oh, damn. I don't even know. This is too big for me right now. Haha, <laughs> connection. You can't do it by yourself. I can't figure this out by myself. I need help. This yeah. is too big. This is too big. It's too much. Not that I'm not selling myself short. Mm-hmm. I'm just loving myself enough to say, I need help here because this is, I, this is, mu- this is, this is much. This yeah. is much. Much of the muches. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, you're welcome. This has been my plan all along. I purposefully sat down at the same pace that you were at and went <laughs> fast. Because <laughs> I knew that after about Y'all 40 watch minutes. This with my man posturing. <laughs> <laughs> I will secretly come around the corner and surprise right. her with a uh, ginormous realization. <laughs> uh, it sucks. I don't babe. know what to do now. I know. It's like, hard. I have that moment of um, another thing is. If I feel emotion too much, whether it's negative or positive, if it comes on. And it's not even if I feel it too much, if it's a sudden wave of it. So if it's a sudden wave of, then I disconnect. So if it's a sudden wave of positive, sometimes just because it's it's a sudden wave of intensity, I have a hard time staying connected in that. So I feel like right now, even though I guess it wasn't sudden, it was gradual to get to it. I'm having a hard time staying connected again. I feel myself pulled back out of the moment yeah, because it was kind of profound. And, and now I'm reading into your actions again. I, my back was hurting because I've been sitting back wow. for a few ti- few a few hours, a few, a few minutes. I'm getting scared. You're like reading into my thing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. Also, like it's getting close to that time. That time that you love when I say, because, you know, he he tends to say that my monthly. Period. I was, I was trying Period. to think. I was trying to think of something. Period. <laughs> mole. <laughs> mole. Mole. He, he mole. makes it like, <laughs> he's panicking. That's panic. He, you think I'm like intense, that sometimes I'm hormonal. And I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> What? What are we talking about? Why are you bringing up your period? Because she's coming. I know. And I can't tell, like, what's happening. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't know if we can talk about periods on the podcast. Are you okay? You know what you should do? You should get some women on this. And the women can sit around and talk about periods on the podcast on one episode. This would actually be really cool. If you got a couple of women, or even just one other woman... To sit down and talk about your periods on the podcast. Yeah. Just the entire experience of it. Mm-hmm. Not like an educational graph. 
Are you trying to like vagina menstruation? Oh, I think we should the lining of Details. the uterus. I mean, if you want, that's fine. Not everybody has those conversations with their kids. Yeah, it's important. It's not going to be a sex ed podcast that people are going to send to their kids. But what if you had? How was that a sex ed? You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Clear. <laughs> It, it might be closer than it, I realized. I think she is very close. I'm a little. I can feel her <laughs> watching me. Um, no, but you have an episode with you and talking Sorry. about your period from that side. And then I do an episode with men talking about periods. Oh, I can't wait to listen to what you have to say about it. But not from like a, I mean, because there's an aspect of it that's well, kind you, of. Well, you already had a conversation with your friend, but you won't tell me what you said. So well, you'll have to listen John to the podcast. to this, right? Because you told me I you didn't talk to him. John about oh. it. Oh. The, I had the conversation about our wives' periods with Ted. Ted, damn it. Yeah. Ted, shout out to Ted. Um, I think that would be fun. Said, Ted. I think that would be actually super interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe we can... We could do those episodes back to back. That can be one of the things... I don't know. Maybe we can... Because Ted and his wife are thinking about coming on, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe... And we could just like him and his wife can can sit next to each other, and then we can discuss that. No, and then we can look at you guys and be like, "Now, what is your take on what we said?" And we can just listen to the fucking crickets <laughs> because <laughs> nothing will be said. Ted and I are both grown ass men <laughs> that know good and goddamn well that we will just enjoy the sounds of nature in that moment. <laughs> we were not born yesterday. I think, honestly, I think that would be very interesting to do back-to-back episodes like that. So should it be in a moment of, should we be, like, from your perspective, man? Uh I love you. No, should it be, like, when I'm emotional like this or when it's close and when it's building? It doesn't matter. Because I feel like I can talk about it definitely more freely and more accepting. Like, you can tease me about it during safe times yes. but right now i'm like say what there's usually about four hours throughout oh, the you, month this is not a safe time for you <laughs> okay there's a four hour window on the 13th of every month depending sometimes it's the 12th and sometimes it's not even there and you think it is and is there then, a voice inside your head that's going stop talking stop yes talking. <laughs> there is i think seriously i think we should do that if that is an episode of the podcast fuck is that because women only have periods to talk about because that's all oh that- my god <laughs> yep that's it that's why because women only got periods to talk about and cooking Thank you. <laughs> you're glaring at me jerks <laughs> wouldn't that be interesting what do you think? Yes. What do you think is going to happen from it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, can we talk about other things or do us lady folk only get to talk about our oh, periods? Absolutely. Obviously. Absolutely. Being such an ass. I'm just teasing. Absolutely. I know that. I'm just teasing. I think it would just be interesting. Because I talk think about our periods. I th- the fact is, I think it's a big part of life. It, well, kind of. Right? Yeah. If we look at the woman. Where are you going Fucking, with I don't know, baby. We need to stop talking. I'm already. Thanks for validating the fact that my period may have some sort of meaning and like value, or I don't know, take up a little bit of space it in does the have in life. It does have significance. Not... I know it does. I I I, I know. You know. Think about how interesting it would be for men to talk about, like, because I'm trying to now think back over the course of my entire life. I'm drink your coffee. What I was taught about periods yeah. the information that i had about periods what mm-hmm. i knew about periods mm-hmm. just everything surrounding the period from the male perspective from the time that they're a young boy until grown-ass men and then obviously the same thing for women because the sad thing is i'm obviously certain that the you know it's it's hmm. just as shitty for women growing up it's not like I mean, We're correct- taught to be ashamed of right? it. I was going to say, I correct me if I'm wrong, like, but it's tampons not. tampons and pads and nobody could see that mm-hmm. because, oh my God, if they knew. And if you happened to leak. Mm-hmm. Then you had to move. You were, you were disgusting. You were disgraceful. You were like, you were going to be ridiculed. Like there was, you were disgusting. It was yeah. horrible. It was such a shameful thing. So stupid. Periods were not a part of. Um, and without periods, none of us would be here. Literally. <laughs> I'm a I'm a doctor scientist guy. Oh my god! I, I know so about much. the linings of the uteruses <laughs> and the eggs and the droppings. I wonder. 
Not I'm just, I'm not even gonna, like I'm chickens. just moving on. There's no, the a heart in the clouds. Look at that opening. See the gray. Oh. There's a heart. Can I, can I hold on? Hold on. Yeah, take a picture. I'm gonna try. So, um, oh, hi. That's, that's me. <laughs> tune in next week for period talk on the Energies Love I'm, podcast. I'm not done with my thoughts. Hold okay. on. I'm taking a picture of a pretty heart. She'll post it. Go to her Instagram account. You need to start upping your Instagram uh, activity. I'm teasing. When's you really the last don't. time I posted on Instagram? Anyways, finish your thought on the period because we got to go. Why do we got to go? Why is he rushing me? <laughs> um, I'm super activated. Okay. I'm trying to do that thing where I joke and be like silly, but kind of it's it's. A, I think I'm being passive aggressive because I'm being like jokingly shut up J- jokingly um like kind of like haha vicious uh-huh like you <laughs> no i love it and, it's so funny and i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> um holy cow i've got a lot of emotions in me i have a lot i don't even know everything has been moving so fast and if you think about it like the last week that has been mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, it's a lot and it's really, really fast. Yeah. So part of me thinks like, I don't want to slow down, but I kind of want to take a breath, like slow down, like not stop, not, you know, I'm definitely into, into the waves into, but um, like it's like sometimes you need a water break. Yeah. Everything I'm saying comes out like I wanted to pause. I don't want to continue. And that's not what I'm trying to say. But like recharge, a little bit of we recharging. We are going to get that opportunity very soon. Okay. That opportunity is going to come very, very soon. Okay. We're going to be able to take a deep breath and just sit and be okay. in the waves. All right. I promise. There. Okay. It's going to happen. Well, I can already see it. I think that's why I'm kind of spinning, spiraling yeah, a little bit. That's because okay. Because I really need to kind of like center. I've been on the merry-go-round going, and it's wee. It's going to happen this weekend. This weekend. You think that's when everything's going to, because it's going to be peace. Yeah. It's going to be a peaceful minute. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, So it's going to be okay. okay. Uh, The heart's gone. I'm glad I got a picture. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going to say what I was going to say. Yes. Please say what you're going to say. Jesus, I think we might, I think doing a bad job oh my god you're not doing a bad job you're doing a wonderful job i'm kind of like you are gonna get not only you're gonna get sympathy letters and be like you're okay craig hang in there buddy (laughs) we got you you are also gonna get shirts and it's gonna i think they're just gonna send flowers for my grave (laughs) i'm teasing that's a joke i can cry really fast too (laughs) something else we'll talk about on the period episode (laughs) so i wonder just the grown-up version like i feel like um i didn't really have lots of conversations with Gwen and Maddie about it. I mean, I push products like the cup and like the hygiene and the health portion of it. But I obviously, because, you know, the younger age that I was prepping Stevie before it came to, because I was with her. Um, So I feel like she had more of an understanding of it. And I, it was also, um, I wanted her to have more than I had too with it, which was, Anyways, so I feel like she she was still cautious. She was still embarrassed, but she would be really bold about it and just open with her speech of it here because yeah. we created a safe space here. But if we had to take her something at school, that's just got to be in it like a no, like a it's got to be safe secret duct tape invisibility cloak yeah, CIA all of that like that drops in from the ceiling tile after. You know, everybody's been put to sleep with a tranquilizer. Mm. Do you know how I made that mistake? Mm. Because she was so open with it here. And she's very, like, vocal about her body, very about, like, everything. She was, which is good. It's great. But I took that to school thinking it was okay to hand her tampons. There wasn't even anybody else in the hall. And <laughs> I I was, <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. So, like, there was still improvement from what from where I was, from my understanding with what she had, because I wasn't vocal about it at my house. Yeah. I was still very much like, I was embarrassed at my own house with my parents, you know? It was still really hard. But Asher has grown up with 
three older sisters and a mom who all cycled together. I mean, he, he was making jokes about periods from the get-go because we were crying emotional. We need chocolate. You know, we're on our period. And then Asher says, I'm on my period. I want some chocolate. <laughs> so I wonder if just like his perspective of it is more than what you had. Well, for sure, because he had sisters. Absolutely, it is. Okay. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we're done. <laughs> I can tell you're sitting here ants and you're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for tuning in. There's lots to, there's actually a lot of things that are coming up on the podcast in the not too distant future. If you want to support the show in any way, shape, or form, we need really new, we don't, we like our mic stands, but we can always buy better and greater equipment. Um, if you want to support the show, go to the website. There's a tab up top for support. Uh, go to the Facebook page, go to the YouTube channel where you're watching this and subscribe. Also, as all, like from day one, if you want to go leave a review on iTunes, that helps more people find the podcast. We are now available like we've always been available everywhere, but it seems like even more so there's more places to listen to podcasts now because they're so popular and we are available all of those places. So good luck finding all of them. Thank you for tuning in. Anything else, my love? Next episode, I won't be PMSing. With any luck. <laughs> Big wave. Big kahunas, surfers. <laughs> Big wave riders now. It feels like you are giving in to your own destruction. I'm going to glisten this entire episode. I'm gloating a little bit. What, what are we doing right now? Is this a podcast?